0: I don't know who needs to hear this, but check your DM requests. There may be people waiting to connect. That's right, John. There are people who might be waiting to connect with you. You might want to check that. I agree, John. I'm John Badger, and about 40 miles to my north is Heidi Badger, but she is not with us today, so it's just going to be you and me today. I mean I just failed once. Okay, that is ghetto boffing. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get fired! I did, I did, <laughs> I learned about the Supreme Court tonight. Only <laughs> most of you guys do Documents! On a piece of paper. So, as you may have noticed, I'm all alone today. After a couple false starts, it uh it just ultimately landed on me to take the reins. So uh it's just me and a stream of consciousness that just comes about. So I have actually gone ahead and asked some Twitter followers, Instagram followers, and you know, just people in general to ask me any questions they might have had. So I haven't read most of these questions, so it's going to be something that is going to be completely off the cuff. So I'm excited to get into that. But in the meantime, I'm talking directly to you. You mean so much to Heidi and I. We just started this podcast a few months ago, and we've truly found it to be a great opportunity to get to know about each other. And so, I mean... I've kind of been using you as an opportunity to get closer to my wife and yeah it's it's been fantastic and I mean she's she's pretty great actually and you know we've got we've had some seriously low lows but we've gotten to a point of fairly consistent happiness she always hated that my happiness could be in contentment all, always wanting me to be happy And, you know, I think after several years, she's finally come around to realizing that it doesn't actually suck to be content. Like my, my most happy is when I can just kind of put my feet up and just get, be comfortable. And she used to hate that about me, that I was happy, just kind of you know, emotionally vegging out, but it's, it's so fantastic, but, you know, I mean, I can see myself in like 40 years being with this person who I decided to marry in 2016. And, you know, we've had our journey and we have plenty of journey to go. And I'm so excited to, you know, kind of veg out in our relationship, but at the same time, having this opportunity to go do stuff that is, that's so, uh, I don't know. It's, there's so much that can be done. And I found that my biggest concern at this point, I'm only 30, but I realized that there's so little time to do so much stuff. And I wish you know, if if I could, I think that the ideal amount of time in life would be like 300 healthy years, right? You go through your adolescence and you go through your early 20s, like late teens, early 20s, get familiar with who you are and become comfortable with who you are. And do every single hobby that you want to do. You know, ideally, we wouldn't work, right? So I didn't know that my uh, thought process was going to take me to this kind of utopian or or like a personal utopia, I guess, because it's all about self in, in this stream of consciousness, apparently. But if I was... To have the perfect life, then that would mean that I wouldn't have to have work, but I would be able to create my own work. So, for instance, podcasting, right? I love podcasting and I want to make podcasting my full-time career. But how would I... What would I do with all of the other time? What other passions would I like to pursue? And stuff like scuba diving and... Um, and playing disc golf and doing all these random things that I would like to get really good at hell. If I had 300 years to live, I would probably even consider playing golf and getting good at golf. But there are certain things that just, they won't ever come about because I realize that they come late later in my list of priorities. But, you know, speaking of priorities, kind of going back onto, onto the the front porch scene with my wife in sixty years, right? We could be sitting on our front porch at our uh, at our assisted living home, and just being content with each other, and yeah, I mean. So if I was to describe Heidi, I would, I would describe her as like fun, always wanting to do something exciting and, or just genuinely fun. She always wants to do something like play board games or, or something that, that gets people happy and so fun, but she's adventurous. She never wants to stay still. And like, she always wants to go on a hike, always wants to do something that's That's different. And like even even as far as cooking is concerned, she's adventurous. And I swear she only has like three recipes that she ever goes back to. But every other recipe is something that she's never tried before. And she thinks, oh, this would be different. So she's constantly going after different. And if you want to talk about an adorable person, Heidi fits the bill she is incredibly adorable always well intended and you know when it comes to creativity she's incredibly patient and like i don't think that we've really gone into this but she likes to likes to sew and she she makes quilts and she always she's always cross stitching if she's ever in front of a movie she'll uh, this is this is irritating, but at the same time it's like this is Heidi like this is who she is. She will cross stitch and her focus goes in cross stitching while she's listening to the movie, but then something happens, and it's like, Oh my God, can you imagine that 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 just happened? Did you see that? And she has no idea what's going on that's frustrating as hell, but it's it, it's going back to adorable, but you know these things I'm also. She's somehow old in her cross-stitching and her knitting and everything and her, her quilting and spending time in the garden, all of these things. But she's also super young, too. Like, she's always wanting to... Like she goes back to listening to the Backstreet Boys because that was, that's something that's very Heidi. And I just certain things that I'm like, holy shit, how old are you? Like, can't, can't you, can't you be older? Like start acting your age, not your shoe size. Right. <laughs> um, but if I was to describe her physical attributes, I would have to say that, you know, she has the skin complexion and structure of paper Um, she has teeth of like brittle alabaster and the eyes of a visually impaired eagle. But, you know, somehow with all of that, she's still the cutest person I've, I've ever known. And she's incredibly smart and yet allows her impulses to overcome any foresight that she might have otherwise had. But, you know, if I was to categorize her, I would I would have to say that I would put her in the good people tier. And I like being able to say that about a spouse I've been married to for the last five years. But yeah. Anyway, that's uh, Heidi in, in a much shorter nutshell than it should be. Or I guess a much smaller nutshell because nutshells aren't very long. Anyway. So going on to these questions that I haven't, uh, haven't gone over, like I said, most of these, so they will be, uh, just as exciting for you, hopefully, as they are to me. Um, first thing is what is the most delicious thing you've ever eaten? I would, I mean, So Heidi and I went to the restaurant Danielle in New York city when we were going on our honeymoon and that place is super amazing. It's a two Michelin star restaurant, but boy, howdy, did we pay for it? So that meal I had, I had squab. So essentially they killed a pigeon that was outside and then made it into a meal but it was delicious. Um I would have to say that that's probably the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Um after all was said and done, after our like uh, she had a cocktail, I had like wine or something. And it all wound up to being like 400 something dollars for that meal. So it better damn well be the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Um yeah. OK, uh, next question is, what is your love language? So I would have to say I really like the physical touch. Like if Heidi and I are like watching a movie, right? I like to have my hand on her skin like it could be on her arm. It, like just I, I like to be able to touch the person. Um, how do you sleep at night or or how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? How do I sleep at night? Uh, I would have to say that I probably sleep uh, with my eyes closed. Generally speaking, uh, a little bit of a snore. Um, and you know, I've actually gotten into listening to Eric Satie. Actually, I'm realizing that this is probably like an asshole question. How do you how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? Uh, Yeah, anyway, (laughs) Eric Satie, the French composer. I have recently started a Pandora station or started listening to a Pandora station with Eric Satie. And it is, it's really soothing. And there there they're the classical composers like Bach and Beethoven and those people generally from, uh, from Germany. But then Eric Satie, French composer, and it's, it sounds, it sounds French, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't have like, um, I wanted to say bagpipes, an accordion, like it doesn't have that accordion France feel, but it still feels French. Anyway, uh, what was one thing you saw that you weren't supposed to? Oh, shit. I already answered that question. <laughs> elsewhere. Um just follow me on all my socials. Um what is the fastest you've ever driven in a car? Ooh. Can I skip that and say that the uh, fastest I've ever driven not in a car, but driven in general was on a motorcycle. It was a Yamaha Virago motorcycle. And I went 110 miles an hour when I started to feel it kind of wobble underneath me, and I realized yeah, I should probably slow it down. Heidi was actually a passenger on that. Uh, on that, we we're going on the uh, the salt flats, like you know, you know, the uh, the Bonneville Salt Flats, completely level, and the interstate that goes through there. The only reason that it ever curves is because of. Geographically, it has to curve in order to be straight, which is weird. But if actually Mythbusters did a thing on this and explaining why it is that that road curves and it's because the uh, the curvature of the Earth, but it, it it's a really straight road and and it curves. But yeah, it was it was super straight. You can't see anything for miles and miles. And got to 110. I haven't driven very fast in a car. But, you know, generally speaking, I'm a a law-abiding citizen. Uh, Which, uh, for the record, that never happened in real life, guys. Um, Never, never drove that fast on a motorcycle. Because I I only do the the speed limit or under. Um, Was there ever something someone said to you that you will never forget. Yeah, I don't know why, but the uh the first thing that comes to mind is when my grandfather was trying to tell me not to drink and drive, but because he's such an indirect person, he doesn't like the confrontation process. He never said that. He's like, "Don't let this mix too much with, you know, other activity blah blah blah." Um, so you know, don't, uh, and I knew what he was getting at, but I wanted him to tell me what exactly he was saying. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you'll, you'll understand. I'm like, I just want you to tell me what you're talking about. But yeah, he, uh, he just got out of that conversation. What, was there ever something someone said to me that I never forgot? I don't know why, but that's the one thing that keeps on coming to mind. And the funny thing is, I don't actually I remember the gist of what he was saying, not actually the verbatim. And you know how memory is. Memory is a a fickle thing. Okay, uh, next question. Where do you get the nerve? Where do you you get the— Where do you get the nerve? What an asshole. (laughs) Who put this in here? OK. Uh, toilet paper over or under. Uh, under. Duh. OK, so OK. So people are going to look at and, and use as reference the the diagram that when the toilet paper roll was invented, that the toilet paper goes over in that diagram. The picture is from the backs, from the back side, so it goes over, on the back side. It, it's, it, it's just physics, guys. So, you, you have the weight of the toilet paper, holding itself down when you rip that. How many times have you pulled the the paper, and it just rolls uncontrollably because you tried to tried to jerk it and and then it just just keeps on going. Well, that wouldn't have happened if it was if you had had the foresight to to rotate that. So you pull it using the weight and of of itself. Come on, guys. Toilet paper under always. What was the worst advice someone has given you? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that I take, I don't take advice very well. Like I don't, I don't seek people's advice. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't seek people's advice. And when people give me advice, oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. I, I know when people say, you know, mend your relationship with all of your relatives, especially your mom it's like, fuck you. You don't know shit about my life. Who the hell are you to be telling me to to mend my relationship with somebody you don't know? If you knew my situation, you would revoke that. You would take that back. Oh, no. Every relationship with their parents needs to be a good one. Fuck that. Not every relationship. You, you eliminate toxicity from your life. Yeah. Yeah. Eliminate toxicity from your life. So don't, uh, don't take advice when, from somebody, don't take, don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't ask advice from completely unrelated, but don't do it. Um, and also if somebody tells you to mend a relationship with somebody who's toxic, just don't. You don't you don't need that. Life, like I said, is too short to be dealing with toxicity and. Yeah, um, Okay. so if you could go back in time and speak to someone in history, who would it be and what would you talk about? If I could go back in time and speak to someone in history. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of... Who would I? I don't know. I'll I'll probably come back to that one. Let's uh scroll on to the next one. If you have the option to have... If you had the option to have $100 million right now tax-free or go back and start your life over, knowing what you now know, what would you pick? I'd probably take the $100 million. Ooh. Actually, oh no! I would totally go back to to uh, to going back in time. That's what I would pick. Because how much stock would you buy in Apple? <laughs> how, how much stock would you buy in Tesla? Yeah, or, or or in Disney? God damn! That would that would be amazing. Okay. So now that I've fixed the $100 million, yeah, I fixed the $100 million problem. So if I could, yeah, yeah, I'd go back in time. Um, what is something you used to hate and now love? Pringles. Just kidding. Those things are shitty. Hate Pringles so much. What's something that you used to hate and now love? <laughs> Ooh. Let's uh, come back to that one. What is something? that I I don't know. Good question. If you could pick any of the five senses to enhance and to near superhero ability, what would you pick and why? Here's the problem with having the senses enhanced to superhero ability. Can you imagine not wanting that for a minute? So say you have superhuman hearing, right? And then you'll hear everything. And I would, I would hate that so much. Uh, vision. Okay. Okay. What would, Hmm. Like I pro you can't have. I problem. like, you're not going to have a problem with your eyes. If you have superhuman eyes, right? Like you're not going to hear everything Like you would hear everything if you had superhuman hearing, but with vision, it's not like you're going to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, if it's a switch, I think my my answers would probably be different. But okay, so superhuman strengths would you know potentially be like physical strength, vision, taste, smell. And then I think I think I have it enlisted hearing. Um, I would probably have to go with vision. Like I have really good vision as it is, but if I could have perfect vision, that might be nice. I don't think that superhuman. Like I'm pretty. I'm pretty damn strong. Like I'm. I'm like super strong. So strong. I'm the strongest. There's nobody who's stronger than me. What is your favorite season of the year and? What is the your favorite season of the year and I guess what about it makes it your favorite? Uh I I enjoy fall, especially here. So here up in in western North Carolina, you actually get the color changes and it is really really pretty. You have the mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains and everything. It's just it really is gorgeous. Um you have that It's getting chilly. Yeah, it's it's fall like everything that comes with fall. It's 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 pretty nice. Uh, And you can still ride the motorcycle. So that's nice. Um, If you had the option to kill anyone and only one in your life right now, who would it be? Oh, my God. It's got dark. If you have if you have the option to kill anyone in my life. ooh, wow. Um, okay. I don't think I don't think I have enough. Yeah, I'm going to skip that. I feel like this could be very, uh, very problematic for my, for (laughs) for 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 my uh, my my uh, my my future. Okay, what is your favorite cooking utensil tongs? If you could pick from anyone who would play you in a biopic? Okay, so the immediate answer is obviously Ryan Reynolds because he looks just like me. Like he and I are like pretty much the same person, except I'm stronger, obviously. Like I said. I can pick from anyone. Uh Angelina Jolie. Yeah. If you had to give up toothpaste or deodorant, which would you keep? Obviously toothpaste. I wanna to be able to Yeah. Yeah toothpaste i don't use deodorant nearly as much as i use toothpaste and i don't think it's as necessary like heidi heidi's going to listen to this and she's going to think what the hell like your feet stink that's not that's not deodorant that's that's like a whole other issue not deodorant so i'm keeping the toothpaste uh what what do you feel most who do you feel most gets you in life you hear those crickets Those are crickets for sure. Uh, because I'm just drawing a blank. Okay, so here's here's a really weird thing. Okay, so as far as who understands me from an external perspective, I think Heidi probably gets me the most in, in life, right? But I think that I relate the most. with one of my two youngest sisters. And I think that we have very similar understandings of things. And while we disagree on a lot, I'm sure. I think that we would, I think that we under, understand each other internally the most. I, I, hopefully that makes sense to some people. Uh, do you believe suicide is wrong? No, I don't. I don't. I think that it would be nice to have, like, take into consideration the person who's going to be finding you. So, don't. I don't think it's wrong. But I think that you want to make it as comfortable as possible. And, you know, weird way of Okay, so you have children, right? You don't want your children finding you to have killed yourself. You you don't want that. Um for their sake, not for yours, but for their sake. And and the way in which you do it like don't make the people replace the carpets after you leave. Like this sounds like very very um, shallow responses. Like, but these are, these are things to take into consideration regardless. I think that there are more often than not, there's the potential of a much better life. Like if you, what if you just continued living an extra two days, right? And there's the possibility that your life could go up from there. I mean, there have been a couple times that I've thought, you know, what if I ended it right now, right? Like, what if I had? I wouldn't be doing what I do now. I don't, I. I wasn't enjoying life then, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be that way forever. But I think that there are certain people who just genuinely will not have a recovery. Their life will not get better. And I think that it makes sense for some people to, to take their own own life, but be respectful of the people who are going to find you. I know that that's, that answer is going to haunt me somehow, but I I'm standing by it right now. If you had the opportunity to hang out with any TikToker for a day, which would you pick? Oh, uh, drew Talbert. He's fucking hilarious. Um, uh oh, there's actually a, a TikToker that I've recently been paying attention to as well. He does a bunch of dad jokes. And Heidi and I are going to do a dad joke episode coming up soon, uh, hopefully. But he does dad jokes and he just cracks the sh- shit up. He He's laughing about it as he's saying it. And he's like, he has to k- recompose himself. And I'm sure there's a lot of it that... He, he knows that his listeners or his viewers are enjoying that part. So he'll play into it. So even if he just thinks it's mildly funny, he'll still crack himself up intentionally, but make it seem like it's a genuine thing. I, I think that that's what, what's going on with him, but he does it. He plays it off so well. Um, yeah can't think of his name right now, but he's a, he's a riot. Do you think love is blind? Well, obviously Heidi married me. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm Ryan Reynolds, dude. Uh, do you think, I don't think that there is a such thing as love. If you got to pick any, any career, <laughs> if you got to pick any career without having to go to school, what would you choose? Oh, Okay, so the without having to go to school is in brackets, is in uh, parenthesis. And so I think that it means if you got to pick any career out of anything and I didn't have to go to school for it, like I just inherently knew all of the stuff necessary, what would I choose? I would go into podcasting like I don't have to go to school for that, but um, but I wouldn't have to go to school for it either way. So yeah, podcasting. If I could, if I could go into full time podcasting, that'd be great. Have you ever been tempted to steal something? Of course. If so, what was the biggest item that you resisted the urge? Elephants are pretty big. If you could speak with animals, would you want to have that ability? Ah, huh. uh, yeah, I, I guess. I guess. No, I'm I'm introverted, and. Also, I'm pretty content not knowing everybody else's thoughts already. I think that it would be interesting to have the ability to speak with animals, but I don't, I'm certainly not going to go to any lengths to have that ability. What was the most romantic thing someone else has done for you? So I guess by someone else, that means that I don't qualify for being the person who uh, who did that romantic thing for myself. Um, it's the most romantic thing that ever anyone has done for me. Don't know. Um, sex is pretty big. What's the closest thing to real magic? These are some really weird questions. Like I've, I definitely expected more personal questions more so than the, how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? Where do you get the nerve? Those are pretty personal. I don't think people know how to ask questions, but those are pretty personal regardless. What's the closest thing to real magic? I think science. Science is very magical. Like like for instance, medicine, right? You have an ailment and somehow they take the ingredients that mother earth has provided and they make they make something that cures you of an ailment. Yeah, I think that's pretty magical. What's the best and worst purchases you've ever made? The best purchase I ever made? I'm thinking that these are two different questions. What is the best purchase I've ever made? Probably a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say a microphone. A microphone was the best purchase that I've ever made. What's the worst purchase you've ever made probably a microphone uh <laughs> a blue yeti uh oh, there you go s p there's there's your uh there's your bone um what's the best purchase i've ever or worst purchase i've ever made oh uh so my truck went without heat for the last two years. And during the winter, it gets, uh, gets a little bit cold, especially since I was driving at night and that resulted in me having to get a towel and wiping the interior of the, uh, the window, the windshield, just so I'd be able to drive. Um, not a safe habit, but you know, it was, it was cost effective. Right. And then I decided to spend like 20 bucks on this, this heater element that i just plug into my my 12 volt in my car in my truck and then i'd be able to blow that at the windshield and that was a piece of shit i am i'm of the conclusion that if your heat doesn't come straight from the straight from the vehicle itself that you're not getting any heat what do you wish you knew more about podcasting what's the most interesting piece of art you've ever seen hmm What do i think of art but what's the most i don't i don't know uh if you could choose any historic uh that's kind of Kind of close. Uh, If you could choose any... No, if you could choose any historical figure to be your imaginary friend, who would it be and why? You get... (laughs) I could get so much trouble. No. uh, (laughs) No, I'm going to take anybody who uh, committed genocide off the table. What I was thinking is you get kind of the reverse friend, right? Anything that they would do, you do the opposite of. Uh, So... I'm going to take genocidal maniacs off the table and just go with, like, the the typical human response. Weird Al. He seems like somebody. A uh, historical figure, though. I think he's pretty historical. What's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do you think you... God damn you guys are really quite the troopers. I'm going to cut this close. Uh, I'm going to cut this off. Uh, let's, let's get one more question in here. What would, what are you too old to do, but still enjoy doing, you know, those playgrounds that you look at and you're like, holy shit, that is a really cool playground. I wish I was young enough to play on those. I would love to play on those. Like there's one that's kind of close to here and it looks like a not nearly a castle but it it looks really dope but uh i don't i don't enjoy doing it because i haven't done it but i would i would totally play the shit out of that all right so uh let's jump into the uh the badger stamp of approval the badger stamp of approval stamp of approval i think i'd have to say you know this is being something that you can't buy because money can't buy you Uh, but clip your nails i just bent the shit out of my my thumbnail not uh, my fingernail a couple days ago and it hurts like the dickens And have the smallest bruise. And that is that is unjustifiable. You can't have that much pain. And just have a a pinhead bruise. It's bullshit. I want to have a mark that shows how painful as hell it is. But clip your nails. And hopefully that doesn't happen. Because you've clipped your nails. Like it has... Yeah, clip your nails and also can just just us talking, right? Uh, This this thing about these really long fingernails, and I'm sure Heidi would agree with me on this thing about these really long fingernails that people are into that. I swear they were into it when I was first young, when I was first young, when I was first young, uh, when I was younger. They were into long fingernails. And then I feel like it went away and then it came back. And now it's like everybody has claws now, but I do not approve of this. And because it's impractical, you try to, you try to use your phone, right? And then you having to like extend your fingers in such a way that you, that only the flat part of your finger can can touch the the phone, that's ridiculous. You should be able to touch it with your, your, like the, you know, the small part of your finger at the very tip, the tip of your fingers. Yes. You should be able to, t- <laughs> you should be able to touch your phone with the tip of your finger you should be able to do that. Do that. It's, it's ineffective otherwise. And the whole opening a soda can, I don't do it often, but no, I take that back. Whenever you, <laughs> whenever you do try to open a soda can though, if you can't do it without having to do this really weird, like using the side of your finger to do it, you should be able to do that with the fingertip. The fingertips are part of your body for a reason. Use it. Don't lose it. Uh, Clip your fingernails. I would would say that that was my stamp of approval is uh, clipping your nails. Oh, did you hear that the uh, that we're going to be getting a new Supreme Court justice? That's a question for the day. Courtesy of Travis Brown's Poddex. What's the biggest lie you once believed was true? I'd have to say religion. Like, that's pretty huge. It's pretty huge. All right. So uh, thank you for hanging out with us at the set. Don't forget to tweet us at the set pod on Twitter with your answer to the next question. Uh, to our question um what's the biggest lie you once believed was true and uh maybe you'll hear your answer on the air next week so be sure to give our other podcast mercury theater podcast a listen check out our website mercurytheaterpodcast.com for more information and we will talk to you next week goodbye At Mercury Theatre Podcast, we have visitors from all over. We've had pirates, um, conspiracy theorists, a detective, role players, and so many more. I had to go through airport security every D- day. On our record, I stepped in elephant manure. Elephant manure. That elephant was lucky. I wasn't allowed to use the lavatory even though I was just on my way before the film roll. Oh, how very unfortunate for you. Ever had a whip to the face because it sucks. You guys had it easy for the holiday episode. Craft services only provided honey baked ham and fruitcake. Yeah, this group gets pretty rowdy, so I try to keep them all in different episodes. Join us at Mercury Theater Podcast and get lost in a 30 minute audio movie, one episode at a time. Mercury Theater Podcast.